the college football experience, Old Dominion Monarchs 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yeah, score exclusive perks content and contest, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Uh, join today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that is sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Old Dominion Monarchs 2023 season preview episode. I'm excited to talk a little ODU football. Uh, Because it was once back in 1935 when they won a national championship, Patty C. I'm sorry, I got to introduce you later. But uh, look, oh, if man. you're wondering, I didn't just, realize they had a national championship. They under got their belt. a national championship back in 1935. Look, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swigger, database dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. <laughs> And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm-mm-mm. Sage wisdom from Dundee there. Oh, yeah. And look, Ricky Ronnie, he's got his work cut out for him. That is where a big year in old Norfolk. How do I say that? Norfolk. Norfolk? Norfolk. <laughs> uh, I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Let's get it going. Let's talk a little Virginia college football, buddy. Yeah, buddy. They got a winning record all time against JMU. You son of a gun. All right. How did things go last year? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> they got a national championship just like JMU. Hello. All right. We got two, though. It's true. Uh, but, but, buddy, this is the, the house that Chris Gatling built. All right. <laughs> hey. oh, only the database would be Taylor able to Taylor Heineken. That's right. Taylor Heineken. Yeah. Uh, not Heineke. Heineke. Heineken. Yeah. A great um, man. A great man for having the last name Heineke and slamming beers in the locker room. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Should be a starter in the NFL for at least a decade. Yes. Yes. He's definitely better than a lot of shitty quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, buddy, uh, we got a lot to talk about here. We're gonna break down the offense, the defense, the special teams, the transfer portal. We're gonna go game by game on the monarch schedule because look, it wasn't that long ago, Patty C, that old Bobby Wilder was kicking ass. 2011, 10 win season, FCS playoffs. 2012, 
11 win season, FCS playoffs. 2013, they jump up to the FBS, eight win season. Relax. Then after that, they jump up 2014. Actually, I think this is the first year in the FBS. Uh, Six win season. They don't get selected for a bowl. Bunch of bullshit there, if you ask me. Then five win season. Okay, but they're five and seven. That's pretty decent considering you just jumped up. Then boom, 2016, 10 wins. They go to the Bahamas Bowl, get the dub there. Boom. And then it's easy to see a tide turn, buddy, because things started to go a downhill. Yeah, I mean, right after that, it's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, five and seven, then four and eight, one and eleven, and Bobby Wilder was out despite a seventy-seven and fifty-six record. I think might should have been a little patient with him. Then Ricky Roddy comes in, and things are looking good. But Old Dominion wins a second national championship when they decide not to play football <laughs> during COVID. Yeah, so All says right? the New York, uh, New, York New York Times accounts. Uh, you know, for 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 UConn and Old Dominion sharing a national championship. <laughs> And then Ricky Ronnie's real first season, 2021, he goes six and seven. They lose the Myrtle Beach Bowl. And then last year it's three and nine. See, so it's it, it's weird. When you click on Ricky Ronnie's profile, Wikipedia, they say, oh, he's entering year uh, four. So you're like, oh, he's gonna get fired if if they lose. And I'm like, no, actually it's year three for him. Yeah. <laughs> he was just sitting there. Yeah. Simmer down. Sitting down folks. there in Virginia Beach. Yeah, twiddling his thumbs. But man, uh, we gotta have to talk. What do, what do you make of Ricky Ronnie? You think you think he's uh, the right man for the job, Patty C? <laughs> Well, it's tough to say. I mean, I feel like in a place like Norfolk, then you want to, it would be beneficial to have a guy that can recruit that area really well. I, he's done a decent job recruiting, uh, but he's from Colorado. Yeah. He's from Colorado. Went to a school in what? New York at Cornell. Um, And uh, you know, bounced around coaching wise, but obviously his last stop beforehand, offensive coordinator at Penn state. Um, prior to his arrival, that actually they had been hovering around the hundred spot, and they've slipped into the like one high one eight one eighteen one twenty range. So that you know you would like to see. In, Do you improve. think they could if they don't have a winning season? If they go three and nine again, you think they could pull the plug on them? Yeah, I mean Bud Foster's right up the road. Bud Foster's right up the road. I mean, you know what I've wanted the whole time, Michael I, Vick. I, I've wanted it at Virginia Tech. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Bud Foster and and uh, and uh, Rich, Rod. Rich Rod to come together. It's not going to happen. And look, you get you hire Rich Rod. You Actually, get Bud if Foster Rich Rod goes to Marshall. You know I can see it happening at Virginia Tech. Uh, the reason that that would have worked is because they had the seven five seven talent on lockdown, and those two could lock it down at ODU, and it would be something phenomenal. But that's not going to happen. Um, there are some seven, five, seven guys that we've talked about uh, potentially taking over that position. Anthony Poindexter. Andexter, do they go back to the Penn state? I don't well? know that they, w- I, yeah. I think that's a tough Avenue to sell. That's right. You got Ronald Curry. I think it's still the quarterback coach at uh, Robert and I, Robert and I he could be great. UVA. You got, uh, I don't know if Dre Bly's coach. He's old. Robert and I is old. Robert and I is old. He's like 60 something. So who could you get? If, if I know we're just fire and Ricky Ronnie here, yeah. but I mean, come on. I uh, look, well, I'm rooting for Ricky tough. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. If he has a great year, but I will say this, they played some good teams pretty tough last year. They did. And they beat the Virginia tech Hokies and that shit matters. They all right. Probably should have beaten the UVA Cavaliers. Definitely. All right. Look, we're going to talk all about it folks. But before we do uh, that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, all dominion monarchs, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by sports gaming podcast, very own Patreon. Yes. Uh, look, sign up for Patreon to get uh, access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with thousand uh, dollars in first for first place up for grabs. 
Uh, it's a perfect place for any diehard DJ. Plus, a monthly SGP Stories podcast. Uh, come on, we got it, that'll be an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DJs. There's even a Discord channel uh, just for patrons. So, Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out their picks for free. So, don't get it twisted, folks. The Patreon is just a great way to uh, support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Because since 2011, we've been rocking in the free the free market. All right. Uh, indie life till I die. All right. <laughs> sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the college football experience, old dominion monarchs, 2023 season. People, hopefully you're subscribed youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, and remember, we also host the college basketball experience when college basketball season tips. You'll hear me each and every night. I know Jeff Jones does a good job down there. Also the FCS college football experience, maybe some Hampton fans, maybe some Richmond fans, maybe some uh, Norfolk state fans listening oh, yeah. to this pod. Check us out over Hello. there. Uh, also the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell shout a friend. out to Terrell Furman, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to Terrell Furman jr. And host of the NBA gambling podcast, the WNBA gambling podcast. And I do believe he is born and raised Norfolk, Virginia. Let's go. Hello. Uh, Patty C. Uh, if you, if the folks out there haven't been following our, uh, 133 team preview, where we do a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. Uh, we normally just have to key in on the portal. We really Absolutely. have to key in on the portal. Uh, we didn't have to do this five years ago. The world's always changing, and uh, you know, you never know. Old Dominion could be in the Mountain West tomorrow. <laughs> All right, college football is a complete shit show, but we still love it. And uh, look, the portal. Let's 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 key in on what's lost because man, did they get hit in the portal? Defensive line. Uh, defensive lineman Alonzo Ford heads out to Penn State. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. If Penn State's going in there to grab some of your guys. You lost someone. Yeah. Uh, defensive lineman Chaz Wallace heads out to Deion Sanders in Colorado. Mm. He's not. He's he's only bringing Louie with him. Yeah. So that's a, that's an L. That's an L. Uh, wide receiver Peter Kikwata. Heads out to Georgia State. Sunbelt to Sunbelt. Ouch. Mm, 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 mm. Tough. That's a tough loss right there. Yeah. Not uh, much production from old Kick Wada. What a, what Chaz Wallace though? He did something, right? Chaz Wallace. Let me see if I get ah, 20 tackles, two sacks. How about uh defensive end Davion Harris heads out to Colorado as well? So Colorado comes in, takes two of their defensive linemen. Uh that might hurt a little bit. Offensive lineman Ryan Nolan also in the portal. Harris, a uh, little bit of a con- uh, contributor. 20, thir- 32 tackles. Yeah, that hurts. Two and a half sacks. Uh, oh, another offensive lineman, uh, Karen McNair, is in the portal. Hayden Wolf, your starting quarterback, Patty C, heads out to Western Michigan. They sold him on Maxion. Said we want to play more Tuesdays. Uh, 18 touchdowns, six interceptions, a 57% completion percentage, uh, negative 80 rushing yards, a little bit of a lawn mm, share, mm, but well, uh, it does hurt to lose your starter regardless. 18 touchdowns, six picks on a three and nine team. It means he was probably one of the strong suits on that team. Offensive lineman, Austin Mosier heads out to the portal. Off- I, wish I had some stats on offensive yeah. lineman. 
Corner yeah. cornerback Tyus Fields, portal, four star transfer. Hmm. So he might be a player. Lost him. He's gone. He's in the portal. Unless I mean, I guess theoretically you could come back, but sometimes twenty four seven doesn't update their stuff. Yeah. Uh, offensive tackle, Kadir Kunta heads out to UCLA and Chip Kelly. See, it's the Jeez. destination spots that I go. Wait, Colorado and Dion could could grab a lot of. They yeah. they went out and grabbed a lot of big time players. So two guys go there. They lose one to Penn State. They lose their starting quarterback. Uh, they, they they got their offensive tackle going to UCLA. A uh, four star corner leaves. ODU is essentially Fork Union. They're a junior college that uh, is you know prepping these guys for for the big leagues. The big right. Leagues. Yep. Well, uh, there's more of them. Dominic Anthony, quarterback, portal. Defensive lineman Keyshawn Hunter, portal. Wide receiver Noah Robinson, portal. Cornerback Levi Wentz, portal. Linebacker Tavion Clark, portal. Safety Jihad Scales, portal. Wide receiver Aaron Moore, portal. And then this one, Patty. See, look up the stats on this guy. No, I got him. Wide receiver Ali Jennings, 54 catches, 959 yards. Heads out to Virginia nine Tech. Touchdowns. It's good for 17.8 yards per reception. It nice gets, pickup by Tech. Yeah, very Big nice. Loss for ODU. Safety Damian Charity Portal, and then the, look up this one, Patty. See running back Blake Watson heads out to the Memphis Tigers. Mm, uh, 918 rushing yards, 5.8 yards per carry, five touchdowns, and 37 re- receptions. This team got destroyed in the yards. portal. Yeah. Now incoming, they did bring in Georgia Southern safety Ashton Whitner, Sun Belt to Sun Belt. Here you go, Georgia. Bulldogs offensive tackle, Chris Chernick coming into ODU. They don't usually uh, take guys in that aren't pretty big, you know, players. He'll be he'll do fine at ODU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you jump over and uh, Temple defensive lineman Jalen Satchel transfers in. Temple cornerback Nate Wyatt transfers in. Duke linebacker Syed Stevens transfers in. Duke was a nine-win team a year ago. North Carolina defensive lineman Jalil Taylor transfers in, and that is it. They got fucking destroyed in the portal. Yeah, for grading this, this is a destruction. They got wrecked. <laughs> this is destruction in the portal. Uh, Kadarius uh, Callaway was the running back they got from what? Uh, D. What was he? Uh, oh, FCS. FCS, or yeah. maybe it was Ju- JUCO. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. JUCO Eastern e- or East Mississippi. 75 uh, carries 462 yards. Doesn't seem that impressive. But when you do the math, it's like go over six yards of rush. Still, that is right. Dude, they got destroyed in the portal, man. Yeah. That guy, though, uh, Callaway, uh, Kadarius Callaway, was the number two recruit in the state of Mississippi his senior year. So maybe they brought in a big dog at running back. But uh, you, you just can't have one guy <laughs> and make up for all of yeah. that talent you lost. Yeah, they got wrecked. Well, the offense, Patty. And when you consider that the recruiting hasn't been great, like I said, one eighteen last year, one twenty two the year before. Um, so they're not exactly restocking the cupboards. The offense, Kevin Decker's got his work. Remember last year, right before the season, their offensive coordinator resigned, like a week before the season. Mm, mm. Uh, that offense was one hundred fifteenth in scoring offense. Maybe that's why he resigned. One hundred twenty fourth in rush offense, fiftieth in pass offense, charting at the uh, number one hundred fifth offense in the country. Oh, he left Kevin Decker. You mentioned coming in, yeah, from Fordham. So they throw the ball around. So that fiftieth pass offense, probably. I watched a lot of Fordham last year with Tim Demore. He's now on the Redskins, but I mean, whoo, they do fire the laser at Fordham. 
So, you know, young guy, 34 years old, maybe he's dialed into this newfangled high octane shit and uh, his offense will start to, to move the ball a little bit. Perhaps let's talk about this offensive side of the ball because here's where with losing that many guys, they only have four starters back on the offensive side of the ball. Patty C mm. on an offense. Now the two ways to look at that. It wasn't a great offense a year ago, but uh, you know, they, they also added the year before Brendan Clark from Notre Dame. I wonder if this guy will ever, I don't even know if he's with the team anymore, but uh, you wonder if, if, if he, he was good for uh, you know, six rushes for 12 yards last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, they brought in grant Wilson. Guess uh, that's their new quarterback. Guess where he comes from uh, Fordham. <laughs> ah, nice. Well, that, that seems to be a trend yeah. Bring the quarterback with you. So, I mean, I guess I have lobbied on this show. If you land your quarterback, you've won the transfer portal. This would be the exception. Wait, Brendan Clark was a, was the quarterback as well. No, 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 no. He's a running back at Notre Dame. No, he's a quarterback quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, two, uh, two completion, uh, four attempts to completion. So I don't even know if he's still on the team. I know that this was two years ago. They got him. Okay. So, uh, and I don't see him on the depth chart that I'm looking at. Gotcha. It's still possible, but um, so they're, they're this offense, brand new quarterback, Grant Wilson coming in from Fordham. They also got Jack shields backing them up and Colton Joseph, uh, the running back position, Kadarius Callaway as Patty C alluded to. Perhaps he's better than what we realize. They have Dre Bly's son, North Carolina Tar Heel, former player and coach, uh, former St. Louis Ram corner. All American. Yeah, Dre yeah. Bly. His son, Jordan Bly, is the starting wide out seven there. 757 family. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Bly good for 22 catches, 225 yards. I know they got hit when Jennings left for Virginia Tech at the wide receiver spot, but. You gotta like Jordan Bly and Javon Harvey being back. Harvey, Isaiah thirty P- catches, yeah. yeah, pretty I, good. Isaiah Page, they're excited about, and I guess they're breaking in Amarian Granger as someone that they like as well. They'll probably be fine at wide receiver. Probably will. Tight end, brand like new tight end. In the seven five seven, you can walk outside and just whistle yeah. off the street. You over you, here, star catch for a thousand yards. Isaiah Spencer spent them to be their starting tight end. He has not started before. I think he started five games before. Um, the offensive line, Patty C just brings back two of five, but they do bring in that Georgia Bulldog transfer. Um, man, they're starting a freshman though at the at the left guard spot, according to what I'm seeing here. Concerning, a little bit concerning there. Um, are we gonna improve on that uh 105 overall offense or 104? Was it? I actually think the passing offense, well, it was number 50 last year, so I guess it wasn't terrible, but. They're gonna throw the ball around a little more. I just know from watching Fordham, they fucking threw. They passed the ball a lot last year. Uh, you know, you bring that quarterback who's been running that show. The the learning curve has accelerated awfully fast. Probably a smart move for Ricky Ronnie, who we think might be a little bit on the hot seat. Okay, the defensive side of the ball, Blake uh, Siler, is it? Real quick, yeah. let's just uh, throw this for a little perspective here. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Daryl Mack. The old UCF guy. Yeah, was the third string quarterback on this team. So anyone who is, you know, judging where is he at now? He was I don't know if he's on this team. He was on the team last year, one one completion for three attempts. Um so he's the third stringer like five years later, uh, for a a, a much worse team in ODU than UCF was when they and he's the guy that I think he came out. He's the guy that took uh LSU to the uh to the, the brink, wire. Yeah. I was at that game. Yeah, a year yeah. before they uh, win uh, have uh, supposedly the greatest team ever. 
I mean, when, when this team had who was uh was it uh, not Dylan Gabriel? Who was the quarterback? Uh, Mackenzie Milton. Mackenzie Milton yeah. the year before and most of that year. UCF yeah. really could have been a national championship. Anyway, champion. Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, it's interesting that he didn't get more burn. I don't know if Ronnie was the right fit for him. I feel like him in a rich rod offense would work, yeah. but defensively, uh, as I alluded to, Blake Siler, scoring defense was 63rd in the nation season ago, 117th in rush defense, 93rd in pass defense, total defense charting at 117. Patty C. They still had a win against Virginia Tech last year, though, and they really, really should have beaten Virginia. They had a random I think Virginia hit a last. They had a very field, random right? year. Yeah. Okay. Arkansas State's ass. I expect them like that's a winnable game. I did not expect them to go to Coastal and beat Coastal by twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect them to beat Virginia. I know Virginia Tech wasn't great, but still, I didn't expect them to it's win that very game. Very good win. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then they got destroyed in a bunch of other games. So, uh, including a twelve-nothing loss to Marshall. Still, Georgia Southern. Beat JMU and they yeah. only lost to him by five. They had a similar performance to JMU. Um, but they lost all this talent. Marshall was good, a 12 point loss, a 13 point loss at ODU. And as that, what? South Alabama had 10 wins last year. They only lost by seven. Yeah. A lot of those on the road. They're in some of these. Uh, They're way better than the record indicates. Well, are they this year, though, is the question? No. Because they lost a shit ton in the portal. They, they only brought four stars back on offense, only three on defense, Patty C, on a mm-hmm. defense that was terrible. Now, Jalil Taylor comes in from North Carolina. He's penciled in to be a day one starter. Uh, they, they only have one returning starter on the defensive line in Devin Brandt Epps. Uh, they're going to be breaking in Denzel Lowry at the other defensive tackle spot and Amori Morrison at the other end spot. A linebacking core, Patty C, only brings back one, and that's Jason Henderson. He was second team. Uh, all American, American. Led the last nation year. in tackles. Yeah, yeah. stud. It's so the, uh, that's good to have him back. What is it? Uh, who's the old guy for Boston? Yeah, he's the Luke Keekley of uh, Virginia here. There you go. EJ Green penciled in to be the other linebacker, and says same with Taj Rael. So uh, I don't know. I mean, secondary, you're only bringing back one as well in Terry Jones. You are bringing in a Boston College transfer, Sean Asbury, at the free safety spot. That they're excited about the corners are penciled in to be Lamarian James and Jacorian Lathan. They do return their kicker and punter, but Patty C, I can't help but think this team doesn't return a lot of production. This is where Ricky Ronnie really is gonna have to. Well, they got one guy at each level of the football that you know. I mean, that is a returning starter. Period. But Terry Jones third on the uh, team in tackles. Um, Two interceptions. Okay. And then like you mentioned, I mean, Jason, uh, Jason Henderson might be the best player in program history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then like you said, Chris Gatling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Devin Brandt Epps good for three sacks from the uh, defense line spot. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a little bit of a, a, a core there, but there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of question marks, a lot of question marks. And look, uh, speaking of question marks, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to go game by game on the schedule for the monarchs in 2023. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience ODU 2023 season preview is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. The NFL season is right around the corner and underdog pickup is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It's available in a ton of different markets, plus plenty of opportunities to win with their daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure to enter their best ball mania where first place gets $3 million. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. 
All right, Patty. See, we are back talking monarchs. And if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, you see this sweet ass graphic shout out to cam Kerr graphics guy. The wind total is sitting at three and a half Patty C. You uh, think, I mean, they lost a lot a year ago. There were some close games, but uh, my New first coordinator, third coordinator in three years, uh, my first lean is under. Uh, I mean, it would require them to have an improvement. Let's uh, let's compare the non-conference slate. Last year they had what UVA and Virginia Tech, but they beat Virginia Tech. And the, but they had them at home last and year. And who were their other two? Two East Carolina, which probably the toughest opponent in the country, <laughs> um, with Holton Aylers there. And then then they did lose, of course. Virginia and li- and the Flame and Libs. They had the Flame and Libs as their fourth. They went heavy in conference there. They didn't have an FCS last year. This year they do, so they can celebrate that. I can't see them improving in the non-conference. I think one and three is what we're looking at. They might be able to get Louisiana in Norfolk. Well, let's get to it. Week one, Saturday, September 2nd. I love this matchup of the schedule. The monarchs of old dominion heading to Blacksburg, Virginia, because Virginia tech didn't want to play East Carolina anymore after getting their ass whooped. Also, some would say they didn't want to play JMU anymore. Um, Oh, and one, but I mean, they beat them last year, Patty. Two and two all time. <laughs> I think both wins were in uh, at Foreman Field. Yeah. Um, oh, or I guess, one. or uh, was it now um, SB Ballard Stadium? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, SB Ballard Stadium. It used to be former yeah, Foreman yeah. Field, yeah. Oh, uh, and one, you're there? Oh, and one. All right. Now they host the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, who won the Sun Belt, what, two years ago? Made a bowl last year, Michael Desmoreau. Uh, Patty C., do you circle this one as a winnable game? Sure. I favor Louisiana. Though. I do too. <laughs> uh, so oh and two. Oh and two. And now Dave Clawson and Mitch Griffiths come in two. I like this little road trip for for Wake Forest. Yeah, they're gonna fuck up Old Dominion. They will. Um, oh and three. I guess SB Ballard Stadium though is a little bit formidable. They, you know, they've they've upgraded it. It used to be like the big, uh, you know, potato chips on either side of the uh, bleachers. Now that's kind of wraparound stadium. Um, still, and it's probably as it's a great stadium, as big yeah. as Wake Forest Stadium, but they're just not on that same level at all. Oh, oh and three. three. Now an interesting one: FCS Texas A&M Commerce. Who are, they're new to the FCS, Patty C, but they did win the D two national title in 2017. It's gotta be a win. Last right? year, don't lose this five game. Five and six. Don't lose this game at ODU. the uh, FCS level. So, gotta figure ODU's got yeah. this one in the bag. So one and three. Yeah. Can they find three more wins on the schedule? They head on Saturday, September thirtieth to the Marshall Thundering Herd and Charles Huff and Puff and lose twelve to nothing last year at home um, and get worse this year. No, that's a loss again. One and four. Yeah, I agree. Back to back away. Now they head to the Rock. Welcome to the Rock. Take on Southern Miss. Going down to Hattiesburg. They're gonna get their ass whooped here. Uh, I got them one and five. Uh, Southern Miss is a little uh, up and down. No, they're trending in the the right direction. They are. Yeah, but they're still a little up and down. I think they're a contender this year. I think it's a loss. So one and five. Yeah. One and five. One and five. Going into the bye week, I got a one and five as well. They come out of the bye week and they're hosting Appalachian State. Patty C. One and six. Uh-huh. Uh, Patty C, you agree? Yeah. This right. isn't a pretty sight we're looking at here. <laughs> then they head to Bridge Fourth Connect Stadium to take on the JMU Dukes in Harrisonburg, Virginia. One and seven, Patty C. And we even that rivalry. And that's the last time 
The last time ODU will ever <laughs> walk it in here, even be tied with it us. in here. Yeah, the clock one, is ticking. One and seven. Then they host Coastal Carolina, and Coastal Carolina wants a little bit of revenge here. I think got their ass whooped down there in Conway. Big Bird, aka Grayson McCall, is back. Yep. I will take Coastal Carolina. I got one and eight. Yeah. Then they head to Lynchburg, Virginia to take on the Flaming Libs, Liberty. Jamie Chadwell, see if you want to play Liberty, I think you want them in September because I feel like by November they're going to have some things figured out. I got the Flaming Libs getting the dub. Yeah. Although from a talent standpoint, I'd be curious. I want to I want to pull something up real real quick. Uh Liberty in the National Composite 139, uh Old Dominion 111. So new coach, uh, new coach at Liberty. The game is being played where? It's at Liberty. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't think that makes a huge difference though. Um, and then ODU one eleven, a little more talented. That could be a W. In state, I'm gonna give them a second. It's not gonna be. No, I don't think it's yeah. gonna be against Liberty. But okay, all right, we'll wait to the end. Yeah. No, no, no. I think we're on on the same page here. Okay. Uh, after Liberty, they head to Statesboro, Georgia, to take on Georgia Southern. I think that's a loss. That's a loss. And then they're home to Georgia State. But this one's interesting because Sean Elliott could be fired by then. I will say between Georgia State and the rest of the games on the schedule. And Louisiana, maybe, maybe Coastal. They, they will even, have a second win. They might even have an upset in them. Uh two and ten. Yeah, probably two and ten. Uh, there's no way you see four. Yeah. No. Build me a case of four wins. I here. think three. This, is, this might be a lock. Three this might is be a kind tiny of generous. Lock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a what a sad state of affairs for ODU, um, but I think you're right. I think Locke is in the realm of possibilities here. Yeah, I think so too. All right, folks, look before look. I'm on the under. Patty C's on the under, and we think you should consider locking it up. You might hear it on a little Locks episode that we do every single August. But look before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker. What's We're up? gonna see. It's a little bit of a question mark how if this Fordham uh, quarterback and coach. Can come in and just start flinging the yeah. ball because that yeah. could be a game changer. Uh, so that's a little bit. I, I wouldn't touch it just yet. Fordham made the FCS playoffs a year ago, but definitely, I feel pretty strongly that it's under. Anyway, yeah, I do too. So I, I had the opportunity to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences down to SB Ballard and uh, you know Norfolk, Virginia. So here is that interview right here. Joining me on the college football experience, Old Dominion Monarchs 2023 season preview episode is none other than the king of college football stadiums. Yes, I'm talking about Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour because that page is fantastic. All right. Michael's been to every single FBS stadium, most of the FCS. And a lot of D two and D three stadiums as well, and he documents it all on his page. All right, it is a must follow. He does the photo of the game, talks a lot about the history of the stadium. If you love college football or if you just love stadiums, it is a must follow. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk about SB Ballard Stadium, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is a this is a unique story behind this stadium, so I'm uh, excited to share this with everybody. Yeah, I mean, look, the stadium looks very interesting to me. I've never been there, but I, 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 I just, I, I remember last year, Virginia Tech coaches got stuck in an elevator at the Old Dominion game. There, that doesn't mean the stadium's bad; it just means uh, someone's got to fix the fix the elevator. But uh, talk to me about the history of the stadium. 
Yeah, road coaches just somehow get stuck in elevators a lot. It just <laughs> somehow happens. But so it opened in 1936, and it was known as Foreman Field for most of its its existence. ODU played football from 1936 to 1941, and they discontinued their program. 1941 coincides with uh, America entering World War One, and there was no uh, Old Dominion football until 2009. Uh, at, they had an annual game they played there from 1946 to 1995, which was called the Oyster Bowl. But in 2009, Old Dominion came back as an FCS team and $25 million was invested to renovate the stadium. And in 2018, they were um, looking to make a jump. I went to SB, or, you know, Foreman Field, uh, eventually named SB Stadium or SB Ballard Stadium. It had an Ivy League feel. It was a, a very old, you know, the brick kind of like the, the, you know, the old sombrero kind of slope there. And they basically demolished the majority of the stadium. They gave it a 67,000 uh, or $67 million facelift to modernize it. And they, they just uh, entered the Sun Belt last year. And they have probably one of the nicest stadiums in all the Sun Belt. And it's just amazing for a school that, had no football between 1941 and 2009 here to be standing with one of the best, you know, G5 Sunbelt stadiums out there. Yeah. The fact they didn't destroy it. Unbelievable work by ODU. Uh, yeah. It just looks cool, man. I'm looking at it right now. And yeah. How many times have you been to the stadium, man? So I've been there a couple of times, but once for a game, it was 2019 and it was, it was an ugly loss to Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky won 20 to three their defense dominated. They only allowed 163 yards the entire game. So, uh, but got to check out the stadium. Like I said, I visited in 2017 pre-renovation and to, to see the stark difference in 2019 was amazing. Uh, I was a little disappointed that they did not get a weeknight fun belt game. Uh, those are ones I've been to at four times, coastal four times, Troy four times. So get a lot of turnover and multiple visits because of that. So hopefully uh, I can find another top uh, opportunity to get out there. But like I said, this is a great G five stadium. Yeah. It looks really cool. Just doing the Google image on it and knowing that it's been there for so long, fantastic work by ODU and uh, yeah. Fantastic work that you do. Michael Barker. Uh, look, I mean, folks, I didn't know this guy before, before the, the, the interwebs as George W said. All right. Uh, look, his page is, is a must follow. It just, it documents everything and and he'll go to five, six, seven games. And it, it's a, it's, it's remarkable that he can do that all within a week. Uh, so make sure you give him a follow at CFB campus tour and, and Mike, uh, appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And maybe one day we'll get to SB Ballard stadium. Let's do it. They get the fun belt weeknight game on there. That's the one we got to go to. So thank you for having me. Hell yeah, brother. And you're welcome here anytime, man. Take care. Thank you. You too. Michael Barker, Patty C. We got to get down to SB Ballot Stadium. I would love to. Let's get down there. You know, the 757 Norfolk, Jamestown. It's one of the, it's like the original settlement of I'm America. Saying. If you want to see American history, get go you, to get a, your John Smith on. That's all right. right. <laughs> get your Pocahontas. Are you on. allowed to say that these days? Yeah. The way they're, they're outlawing colonials. That's right. That's God right. Colonial did. Athletic Association. It's like done. It's just stupid, stupid stuff. Well, but look, uh, ODU was CAA there for a second. They were CAA. A couple of years. They were part of the colonial that's conference. Right. That's right.
of champions. Uh, <laughs> folks, some, we're both on the under. We're rooting for you, ODU, though. Let's get this thing going, all right? Uh, look, subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 133 teams with the solo podcast for each and every team in the land. We got conference previews out, Sunbelt preview, CUSA preview, every single conference we're going through, and we got conference realignment episodes out. We got the FCS college football experience out as well. All right, we just got it all. Just the sports gambling podcast crew's doing 32 NFL previews. You're a Redskin fan. All right, get over there. You're a Panther fan. I feel like it's one of the uh, one of the others down there, right? Um, uh, some of seven Redskins, the Panthers, Redskins little Carolina Panther love there. Fuck that, <laughs> folks! Subscribe, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, as always, to hop in the Discord and talk ball with us. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/discord. All right, until next time, folks. This is the College Football Experience, Old Dominion Monarch style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Run and shoot.